This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 270 of Chew On This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic, before we get started on uh, tonight's review of Bill and Ted Face the Music, we got to talk about uh, the passing of Chadwick Boseman this past uh, weekend. I know. We should um, literally have a po- whole podcast or two dedicated to him, but it was kind of really short notice. Uh, obviously, we um, can plan for these things. I- I, I took this one really hard. Like kind of, I took it a little hard, like when Grant, when I have found Grant died, but like for Chadwick, it was different because he was Black Panther. Like I know he did so much more than just the superhero movie, but his role meant so much more than just like a comic book hero. That's it. It was such a huge thing. And I'm not even black. And I remember sitting in that theater, like choking up at how he pulled it off. You know, like, yeah. this is what yeah. I pictured this type of movie to be, and I couldn't wait to see mine, you know? Um, so it's, it's just so much more than just another actor that died. It, yeah. It's way beyond that. I mean, his role is gonna, it, it's gonna, we're gonna talk about this in like 40 years about how big his role was to open the door for like, you know, Shang-Chi and, and whatever else comes, um, for, yeah. for all people of color, you know, and <clears throat> I know like there's a Miss Marvel show coming out and she's, uh, she's Indian, right? I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Kamala Harris. And, um, so it, it's just huge. It's just a huge loss. It is a huge loss, and and then you're all this stuff's coming out about him that you're just like on this guy was a superhero in real life. I mean, I mean, he it, gave us like four or five movies before he left. Yeah, and he was sick during all of them. Yeah, you know, which is he was he, he was at stage four maybe. Yeah, was he at stage four when he was doing Endgame? I probably. And I, and I don't like we were talking about that offline. We're like we're not even sure if he actually filmed anything for Endgame. He might have just. You know, no, he definitely did. Footage. He know, definitely oh, he did. did. Okay. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, well, they did film those two back to back, so maybe he just kind of did. Yeah, but he still was like right in the middle of it when he, he was, was doing pretty those. prominent. Infinity War. He was pretty prominent in there. Yeah, um, but he was sick at that because he found out right before Black Panther came out. That's yeah. when he found out, or sometime yeah. afterward. I think it was before. So, like, imagine that you're going to be in this iconic fucking role. You know, you're hoping it's good, but you you know the weight on your shoulders to do this, right? Right. Um, and 
you should be celebrating this. And you just found out that you have like basically terminal cancer, so you know, and, I mean, and he, you know, he never let it on. He, he, it was kept quiet from the public and, and he still did all this shit. And I, I posted a, I posted this, um, old video and I remember watching this, um, when Black Panther came out and they were doing the press junket <clears throat> and, um, he started talking about the impact of this movie before it even came out. Oh, and yeah. he was talking I, to I these, uh, this boy, I think it was one, both of them or one of them was terminal and they were just holding on till black Panther came out. Like that's all they wanted to live for. Like they wanted to, they wanted to stay alive just to see black Panther. The, and the two, yeah, those the, two kids, the boys, two kids, right? Yeah. The kids or whatever. And, and they both died before, before, before it came out. Yeah, because when you watch an interview, they don't. He doesn't say that or whatever. But you could tell, like, because there was just a clip. I couldn't watch the whole thing, but you could tell, like, when he started bu- breaking up. I was like, oh, my well, the God, first time. Well, kids. yeah, the first time I saw it, he, I thought he was just thinking about the kids, and I mean, he's probably oh. thinking about the kids now. But like at the same time, it's so much more personal, yeah. knowing like what he was saying at that point in time. So that was that was pretty eerie um, that he yeah. knew, like just that he just found out actually. Um, so it's a, this is what, what oh, man. I remember I was just sitting so on the couch. There. I can't even. Imagine. I was just sitting on the couch and my phone beeps and it says, um, "Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman dead at age forty three or forty two. Yeah, I think and he I was texted like, me right away. And I was like, "Yeah, I did," because I was like, "What?" I was like, bullshit. But it was like, you know, it was an Apple, you know, Apple news or whatever pulls from all these other outlets and they usually don't pop up like fake shit. You know what I mean? Right. But right. when you see it from Apple news pop up, it's pretty true. So I texted the, you and I just kept Kobe going Bryant like, what the, the fuck thing. happened? What the fuck happened? And I'm like, oh my God, he's fucking dead. I was like, and I just could not fucking believe it. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this fucking year sucks. Yeah, it um, does. And that one was out of left field. I know. Oh I, God. Yeah. They kept that one pretty secret. I mean, I even like all his friends and Marvel. Well, I remember seeing those pictures of him like a couple months ago of really, really thin. And I was thinking like, okay, maybe he's just losing weight for. Yeah, exactly. Um, Because he's that type of an actor. So, but nope, it wasn't. That was towards the end. Fucking ridiculous. So, you know, there's. It's like prostate cancer, right? No, it's colon cancer, oh, stage colon three. Cancer. Okay. By the time he found out after Black Panther four years ago, it was already stage three. Yeah, because I was reading somewhere that he was doing multiple surgeries and still acting. I was like, how yeah. the hell? I mean, it's I, crazy. I read about like Patrick Swayze, the same thing. Like he had pan- pancreatic cancer, which no one's right. ever come back from. And he fought that tooth and nail and he filmed like a whole 13 episode series. Yeah, uh, which I never well, saw. I heard it was really. good. I think but. he gave us four or five movies because there's another. One, his last one is supposed to premiere. Was supposed to have a premiere like this Monday, but uh, they postponed it for obvious reasons. And um, mm-hmm. so I think he gave us four or five movies in four years after being diagnosed. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And that's two nice. of them were you know physical ones. Yeah, you know I I haven't watched Twenty One Bridges yet. I heard it was pretty decent though. But uh, I haven't seen it yet. I, I watched his early work, like uh, Number Forty Two and Marshall, and you know, of course, the Marvel stuff. But I've watched his latest one, and he's supposed to have something else coming out pretty soon. 
No, uh, yeah, the uh, the five bloods. The five bloods, yeah. So I'm I'm totally gonna see that. Um, but yeah, it's such a loss. It's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> still can't. I still can't believe it. And no, I and I, I I threw on just. I mean, I watched Black Panther and I watched Infinity War and Endgame like back to back the other day, and you know, it's just the whole time watching it, going like, yeah, I know Tony Stark's gonna die at the end, but but Robert Downey Jr. is still here, you know. And it's not the same. I'm just like, <laughs> we need to mourn Black Panther now. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could talk about that at a later time. I just wanted to acknowledge that because that just happened. Um, so Bill and Ted face the music. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, so let's go with uh, the Rotten Tomatoes rating. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 80%. Okay. Um, and out of 137 reviews. Um, pretty much where it's going to stay. Sounds like, yeah, I think so. Um, which we'll get into that later, but Bill and Ted, the first one was 80% as well. Um, and the second one was bogus journey. Now I, Oh, let me go over the box office. There isn't a lot of box office to actually talk about because the VOD stuff hasn't come in yet, but over, I think the the amount of theaters that they released in and, and the limited theater release that they could, they made like four hundred thousand. Um, yeah, I, I read uh, so, either between four hundred thousand and one point one million, something like that. So yeah. really low. Yeah, it's a real low number. But, but again, it's I, I'd be shocked if it was in like a hundred theaters. Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually, it says a thousand and seven theaters. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, but that's, that's uh, quite a bit. But. You know, social distancing, you can't pack a theater. No. So they might be packed in their own capacity, you know what I mean? Like what they could hold instead of what they're actually fit to hold. Yeah, it's something like that. And they might have multiple theaters in the same theater. I mean, who knows? But it is Bill and Ted. It's not Tenant, you know. It's not Mulan <laughs> right. or something. So Right, right. That's pretty, pretty on par. So but, I was able to, you know, get these movies – and watch them before Face the Music came out. And I'm actually glad that I did because, A, I had not seen Bill and Ted in probably 20 years. <laughs> and, B, I had actually never seen Bogus Journey. Wow. So so I went back and watched them all. And really quickly, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is fucking fantastic. It it's is fucking still, so still fun. funny. Yeah. yeah. There's this one part that probably wouldn't hold up today, but, like, you think uh, – uh, Bill thinks Ted is dead and, <laughs> and they right, he comes back and they find out that he's alive and they hug each other really like passionately and they pull away from each other and they look at each other in the first and then they say at the same time, fag, like, yeah, it was you know, came like, out of I know, left they, uh, fucking I don't field. I don't think they'd get, get away with that. They did that in Bogus Journey too. They had a, another joke like that. But yeah, Bogus Journey was not good at all. But no, it's but terrible. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, like something about the way that they were talking fit that movie. Yeah. Like it, I just, cause it was in the eighties, you know, right before 1990, 91 grunge. So like it's right in the eighties and it just fit like, because like later on when you see bogus journey and, and face the music for some reason, it just doesn't work anymore because that lingo is just so eighties, you know, it doesn't happen anymore. At least I don't yeah. think so. I've never heard it since, no, you know, since I, that movie. Yeah, no, I told, I, uh, there, there's certain things about, I mean, when we get into this movie, but the first movie, you're right. It's really iconic. I mean, everybody needs to watch that movie. Everybody. And I showed it to my kids 
and they thought it was the funniest damn thing. This is just silly. It's just silliness. It doesn't take itself seriously, and um, and the two guys are lovable idiots. Oh yeah, I mean like they're they're so they're so like carefree and and good hearted, you know. Like yeah. it, I don't know. It just it was just even when they were in a bad situation, they still smiled through it. Like. Uh, Keanu Reeves is just fantastic in this he's movie. So good. He's so he's good. He's so good. I kind of want to watch it again. It's really uh, weird. It's like not long after Bogus Journey, he's in Point Break. You know, it's like really not that far from there. And no, that those two movies released in the same summer. Yeah, and then and then he goes on to do Speed, and then he becomes this big action star. So it's really well. You weird. can see in this movie that he's like built for. You know, Point Break. Like he's he's much bigger than he was um, two years earlier in yeah. Excellent Adventure. Like he's bulked up for the for um, uh, for Point Break. Yeah, Johnny Utah. So. Yeah. Um, no. So going back and watching Bill Ted, I, I watched it like six months ago because it was just on and it was free on Prime, so I watched it. I'm like, oh god, I haven't seen this in a long time. Showed my kids, they loved it, and then I was like, yeah, there's another one, and they're like, what? But we didn't watch it. And then we watched it the other day, and they were like, "This is vastly different." And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. I said, "When I was a, I was like 18 when the movie came out, and I was so disappointed in it because uh, it is. I mean, it's completely different than the first yeah. movie. And the first movie is so fun, and this one's like really morbid and and boring, like really yeah, boring. Yeah, it's really boring. Um. You know, and I thought in my older age and my podcast eyes, I would appreciate it differently. I don't know. I had this weird expectation when I was watching it for the second time. For one thing, it was like a new movie to me because I, I completely forgot all about it. Like nothing. Mm. I remember nothing except for That's like death, except for death was in it. That's all I remembered. Right. And I uh, forgot George Carlin came back. I forgot, you know, all this stuff. Like all the characters came back and, and they die. Like the princesses kind of, were different. Oh, the princesses were different in all three movies. Right, because um, it's just like the National Lampoon vacation where the yeah, kids are exactly. just different every time. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, which that didn't bother me. I didn't care. Uh, but but that movie is, it's just effing terrible. Like, they didn't know. It's like they were writing the script as they were going along. Yeah, they just, they just, just had no idea where it was going to go. And then it just fizzled at the end. And, and they took the away they from sons. the main characters, basically, because you had the evil robots. Yeah, which was so, so like it took stupid. A, yeah, it, I didn't like this movie at all. Uh, no, and it had the guy from Lethal Weapon Two, the diplomatic community guy, and I was like, "What is this guy?" Like, so <laughs> yeah. I liked, I liked the premise of like having an evil guy trying to screw up what they're what they're trying to do, but right. the way they executed it was terrible. It was, it was just terrible. Well, so, the thing is, is like, wouldn't they would have failed every single time, right? Because they're always playing with this part that they never did what they're supposed to do yet. I mean, right. the two sequels are based off of that. You know, just right. the, sec the third one is just further out. So let's yeah. just get into, let's get into face the music because we've already spent a lot of time on, on What's your, what's on your everything. initial reaction of the, of the, I thought it was okay. Okay. That's, that's as, you know, and I, I want to go quick because we, you know, just spent a lot of time on talking about other things, but yeah, I just thought it was okay. I did not yeah. like it as much as the first one. Um, it was just okay for me. And there's a lot of things. There, you know, I could probably nitpick more than I could give positives. But that's my initial. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I, I thought it was entertaining. It was fun. I, sh I shut my brain off and I wasn't taking it seriously. So going into it like that, 
made it a more pleasurable experience, but it does have problems and, you know, it didn't, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't age really well, you know, and, um, I, I, there, so I don't know. I, I still, um, I thought it was okay too. I had fun, but it was not like, I think I kind of expected a little bit more. They've had so much time to kind of, uh, see where these characters are and, and what they could do. And I, I could see what they were trying to do. It just felt like it fell a little flat. Still spades above Bogus, Bogus Journey. Journey. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, spades above. But the first Their one is heart just, is back into this one. Like, there is, yeah. And the first um, one is just a special. It's just special. So, I, you know, I thought it was fun. I didn't... If this was never made, it wouldn't affect anything, you know? Right. It's just... <clears throat> I think they just decided... Because Keanu's... Keanu Reeves right now is hot again. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, they're trying to... Oh, shit, let's bring the Matrix back. Let's bring this back. But he's a different you know? cat. Like, he, he probably, you know, was paid pennies for this movie. He oh, had yeah. to have been. Well, the budget uh, on Bogus Journey was, like, $20 million, and this movie was 25 So there's... Right then and there, I mean, that movie's 30 years old almost. And yeah. this movie, they made for So pennies. this movie probably was cheaper than, you know, if you go for inflation. Yeah, well, if they, yeah, if they were to make this movie back in 1991, it'd probably be like 60 or 70 million. Like, it'd have been way more expensive. You know, everything's just gotten cheaper. They still use the, ch- the cheesy computer graphics that they used in the first They two do it movies. on purpose. Yeah. They did it on purpose. Now, okay. So I, so we don't need to go too much into this reactions, but I want to get into the movie, but that is one of the things that I actually liked about the movie is that the two characters completely went for it. They just, Became those characters again and just went for it like they never grew up. But in a different way, but the reason why I like their chem- it felt like their chemistry was a lot better in this one than it was in Bogus Journey. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. I, but, just, I uh, like that they went for it. They didn't yeah. try to change them and make them smart or, you know, whatever, change their, the way they speak and all that. It was just they're older and a little wiser, but they're still idiots. So they still, <laughs> you know, do the same shit. And I like that. I'm like, oh, thank God they didn't change these characters too much because it would have been boring. So yeah. let me get let me get to my major major problem with this movie. Okay. Um, don't say time I, travel. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm like, don't say time I travel. I can't. Because... I can't talk about time travel anymore because of, exactly because exactly. of the way Especially it's supposed to be. Game. Yeah. But anyway, so um, the major problem that I had with this movie was the major fear I had in this movie. And that was replacing the fact that they had sons by name in the first one with two girls. And my problem was, is that they could have got two guys and it still wouldn't have worked. And here's why, because they made the kids just like them. Right, and right. I thought that was a really missed opportunity for that to happen because it would have made a better growth story than if they were just you know littler Bill and Ted, you know. Um, yeah, I didn't understand that. I mean, I'm all for women. I'm all for all that stuff. That's not the thing. It's it's continuity for me, but also. It's a father son thing. Like the first one was a father son thing. Um, right. between Ted and his dad. And it's funny because they brought that car- that guy back. I was like, God, isn't that guy dead? He looks um, like it. And he's still a cop. I'm like, you're a cop in your eighties? What the hell? Yeah. So, um, and they brought Missy back and she's looking old, you know, she's in her sixties and married to like his younger brother, Deacon, who's like, <laughs> like basically she's been through all the, like through both yeah, of them and everybody. The <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and, the, and the and the exes are just miserable, just staring there. Yeah, her. yeah. Because um, so like that, the that father has fun. to be there watching them make out yeah. after the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite scenes of the whole movie. Was it that was beginning so, sequence? Oh when yeah, they, like when they, tra- when they play the, the Keanu really does go for it in this because he's like he's using that machine where it like uses uh, different like vibrations at different heights of just your hand and shit like that. Hands. Yeah. And he's using his fucking head banging it. It's that's like my favorite it's scene so in the entire funny. movie. funny. Yeah, the whole beginning's great. And <clears> don't <throat> get me wrong, I thought the I thought the, the daughters were cute and all that and they and they, you know, they they did a good job, but I I was kind of like I just didn't wishing. like I would yeah. cuz think about think about this. Think about how great this would have been where Bill and Ted aren't the ones time traveling in this or they have to do a different mission and then they have to convince their two kids, you know, boy or girl, um that um that they need to do this and they've always butt heads because the kids never believe them, right? And like now they're thrust into this giant adventure and they got to go out and do all this shit. And then at the end like because these two girls they don't they don't evolve their character at all. No, they're pretty stale all the way through. Right. And they and they go on like because you know when Bill and Ted went on that adventure to get all those historical figures, I mean it was freaking rad. And right. these girls, they go after these historical musicians, and it just wasn't the same. I was like, I don't know, there's something missing here, and I just can't figure it out. Because basically, know? all they did was just emulate what Bill and Ted did in the first movie. Right, but not as good. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, the, the, there's no, there's no. I would have rather the girls or whoever they got for that to play it straight. You know, cause right. that, those were the two main, you know, groups in the, in the, in the movie it was, there was the girls trying to find all these figures, Bill and Ted trying to steal their own music, right? right? But they were both doing it the same way. So like you saw Bill and Ted in one and then you saw a shittier Bill and Ted in another. Right. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I, I didn't like making their kids stupid and making them just like that. <clears throat> I didn't like that. I, I think it would have been cooler if they were just, if they were just turds, you know, they thought their dads were joke. You know, and then they realize, oh, my God, you know, they're, you know, they're supposed to unite the world. And then they get on board and kind of help them out, you know, right. something like that. But because the problem, again, is, is that this movie, like, forgets what happened in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bill and Ted are there doing the strumming thing in their, you know, in their uh trench coats or whatever. Right. Right. So clearly that's after they've already come up with the song. But they, this song is done by the two daughters, and somehow those people in the future don't understand that. Right. right? That like, was they just, like, too. they pulled a Bible thing and just put men everywhere. Yeah. And, like, women nowhere. Right? So they just gave it to Bill and Ted instead of their daughters. <laughs> that's right. Right? Like, that's yeah, that fucking, was... like, that bothered me. Yeah, it bothered me, too. Because I'm like, okay, you've got 70-something minutes, which I think was the same, what whatever time was left in the movie actually it was like they're like you have 77 minutes to unite the world with the yeah song. that was Otherwise, like a 24 thing yeah which the, the whole thing goes under yeah which i hate when they always do that because the numbers never match up i'm like you guys did way more than 77 minutes right um but you know i i was like okay i'm, I'm on board with this let's let's see what happens and it just i don't know it kind of didn't go the way i thought it was going to go now there was a part in it that made me laugh like when they go way in the future and they end up at the prison and they're all mm-hmm. jacked up. And, you know, that made me laugh. I thought that was really funny. And then 
the other time that they went where they're they're like, oh shit, you made it, you're successful. But all they were doing, oh was yeah, house sitting, they're fucking bald and fat. <laughs> yeah, they took over Dave Grohl's house. Broke they broke into Dave Grohl's house and took it and took one of his took songs. His music. Yeah, they're like, here you go, take it back with you. <laughs> <laughs> Which if they're like, if you, t- oh, please take it back because we'll be so successful. Yeah. It's, uh, that's so funny. But it wouldn't have united was, the world. That was really funny. What's that? So, it would have yeah, it wouldn't have united yeah. the world. But yeah. that, so that, that was the, the biggest the problem. That's the travel was, doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, because again, in the first one, you see them. There's like a holographic like statue Where of they're them. young. Yeah. Yeah. And now they are in like... <laughs> It's like a fucking George Lucas thing. Like he's, we're gonna go back and watch the special edition of Bill right. and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and instead of those two there, it's gonna be their fucking kids. Like, what if there was like an evil leaper that that <laughs> evil you know leaper? that so like Hans from the other one? Yeah, exactly. Like you have an evil leaper or that Adolf, basically sabotages them their entire career, they, and they don't know it. And they're like, why can't we just keep? We're not getting any better. We're not moving on. We're not. You know, or whatever, and it's because they're being sabotaged the entire time. Like, I don't know, something like that. Because, like you said, when you watch that first movie, you see them as like holograms up there, and they're, it's their younger selves. Like they they made it. So uh, it would have been interesting to have somebody like mess that up, like a scene in the beginning of Basically Music where they're young and they're coming up with something, and the guy sabotages it or takes their song or whatever. And so they're left with nothing, you know, and that's why they're trying to ch- keep chasing the song. They're like, they can't remember it because they smoke too much weed or something. You know, who knows? Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Anyway, they were, I liked the fact that they decided to, um, keep Rufus's, uh, daughter. Like they had her, his daughter in there kind of pay a tribute, uh, to right. George Carlin kind of thing. I liked that. I liked that they kind of brought death back, even though that was kind of odd. You know, like everyone basically was in hell. They're like, Oh, we know how to get out. And so they go see death. I kind of liked, I kind of liked that the Reaper was there. I, I kind of liked that whole. But the Grim Reaper, he was a dick. <laughs> he was hilarious. Yeah, I know, but like, he was so good in this. When he he's like, like he, it's like it's William Sadler. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like all, you know, he's like, oh, you guys don't want me back or whatever, you know, like all I that. I was like, wait a minute, I, he was in the this band. This is so like, funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he was good. In, like, he was good over. in Bogus Journey too. Yeah, he was. Like, he has the whole accent, and he's super funny. And he's yeah, just like but he was really good ride. in this one too. Yeah. So I like that. I thought that was really funny, you know, and you're like, Oh my God, that he tried to take over the band. He's like, my bad. <laughs> it's like, I, he so tried sorry. to steal, <laughs> he tried to steal the band name. <laughs> like, That's right. He's like, uh, we're wild stallions. <laughs> and he tried to steal their own band name. Could you imagine? Could you imagine oh like God. the fucking drummer from Bon Jovi trying to take Bon Jovi's name? <laughs> He just starts calling himself that and playing music. And or like, uh, like, no, or, like or like, uh, a Stefan, the bass player trying to take, uh, Dave Matthews band name. <laughs> 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 
You're not even like, like he's just playing the drum solos. They're like, what song is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's too. He's like, he goes, <laughs> he goes, you guys never let me play. He's like, what are you talking about? You had 40 minute 40 bass minute. solos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, my bad. 40. Yeah, 40 minutes. 40 long. minute bass. <laughs> You never let me do what I wanted to do. Oh my god! Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, anytime the Reaper was there, it was really funny. There, I mean, like I said, there are some really funny parts in this movie, but for some reason, the first movie made way more sense than this one, and it yeah. didn't overwrite history. You know, it didn't. Right, right. You know, this this <laughs> this movie by doing that was like a Han Solo movie, the Solo movie. Right. Like yeah, just exactly. rewriting shit. Like, oh man, that sucks. Or it doesn't make sense. They rewrote the daughters in, but I, again, again, it didn't really bother me that much. It's just they, their journey was like I know they were trying to mimic their journey from the first movie, but it just didn't work. It if they were going to well. do that, they should have had those characters be somebody else, because now you have Minnie, Bill, and Ted that right. aren't that good doing a story that's, you know, getting these other characters that aren't that interesting as they were in the first one. Right. Like in the first one, you got to see what Joan of Arc was like. You got to see Genghis Khan. You got to see, you know, how much of a dick Napoleon was. Like all these oh my things. God. I love but, that so much. But in this and like Abraham Lincoln, you know, Billy the Kid was so good in that one. I remember I, I got goosebumps again, like watching that presentation again. You know, yeah. and these characters, these musicians aren't that great. No, they're not very memorable. Like, I can't sit here and think of like one thing that they did that was. It's funny. like a high school production of Bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, they basically like were on a bridge and like, it just didn't make any sense to me. And I was like, how did you get all that equipment there and that fast? So I'm like, this whole movie's 92 minutes long. Yeah, and, yeah. Like it, you could have said, like, oh, we have like two days to put this thing together. But here's the thing: if you, if you, if you had just changed the motivation or the character of those two girls, right? Two women, actually. Yeah. I think they're in their twenties. Yeah. Uh, to those two women, instead of being like a miniature version of Bill and Ted, if they were just playing it straight, that would have yeah. been a lot better. Yeah, it would have. That's like, think of how great it would have been if they would try to do things logically and they're like, how the hell did dads, our dads do this? They're idiots and we can't figure this shit out. You know, like that would have been great. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, you know, or, or they try to do it the conventional way and it fucks up bad. Right. And they just realize like, how do we do this? And, you know, they start (laughs) listening to to what their dads had always told them. Yeah, they're, they're like, wait, we need to be like dads. Like something <laughs> stupid, it. like, you know, it doesn't have to be right to be right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like something like corny like that. And then, you know, all of a sudden it hits them. And then all of a sudden now they start speeding up and getting all these people. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But Otherwise, again, you just did a shittier first movie in this movie. So yeah, yeah, exactly. They tried but, to, um, they tried to shove that in there. It, it would have been fine if they didn't have kids at all and they were just going through their journey again. I would have been fine with that. You know, yeah, but, I mean, if you're going to add the kids, just just change them. You can't, yeah. I don't know. It would have been a better, a much better story because Bill and Ted do grow in this movie, right? They they move on. They, they grow a little bit because of what they're trying to accomplish and they're trying to get their women back, you know? And yeah. the two women, their daughters, 
they stay the same. There's, they don't grow at all. Nothing no. about them changes. No, um, and the, and the so, dads, I did like at the end, Howard, they're like, well, it wasn't the song that united the, the world. It was our kids that did it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a song we wrote. It was our kids. Our kids. Yeah, but all that kind along. of fucks up the first movie. It kind of does. It, it kind of does. You know, I was like, uh, all right. That's, that's a neat sentiment. Because there, because here's why. Because the entire first movie tells you, you write one song that unites the world, right? And then there's no song. But see, that's where if you're going to have the kids do it, then, like I said, you got to have an evil leaper. You got to have somebody that's sabotaging them their whole lives. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, it doesn't. It, it, that's that's the like I said, that's the problem I had with this movie. Um, you want to pass the baton? That's fine, but not like this. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it was kind of so-so for me too, because there were parts yeah. in it that just made me laugh, and there were parts where. I was like, wow, these two guys are still going for it. And, that, and that's what made me keep me entertained. Because if they were playing it too dry or they weren't, you know, whatever, really I, it, I, wouldn't yeah. have liked, I wouldn't have liked it. But they really looked like they were having a blast, like being in, in that movie. No, like I said, it, it felt like their heart was back. I mean, I'm not saying that yeah. they, you know, phoned it in Bogus Journey, but because of the way the script was written and how they had to play two different characters – you know, the, the, the evil Bill and Ted took away from, you know, the actual Bill oh, and Ted. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. that's like, you know, that's like having a Harry Potter movie and you spend the whole time talking to fucking, I don't know, f- you know, Professor Flitwick, you know, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're so, nobody. <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't want to yeah. fucking sit here and learn about this feather. Like Harry Potter, yeah, Harry Potter 7 instead of like following the kids going after the Horcruxes, it just follows Flitrick around the, the Hogwarts. And you're like, what is this? <laughs> no, it just pays attention to like one of those, uh, one of those, uh, trolls in the bank. Yeah. The goblin. Just, it's just like, him like a nine to five work. It's like, like, just, like a Rick, like a Rick and Morty cart, like commercial where they're just <laughs> the guy is selling doors and then he stops. Eats a sandwich and leaves and drives home, and then he continues the, whole, the commercial. The whole thirty percent of that movie is just watching him get up and get ready for work. <laughs> right? You're like, what is this? <laughs> what the fuck what is happened going to Voldemort? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I the, think we like, have better things to worry about than this guy the, brushing his ass. Right at the end, he reads a newspaper that Harry Potter defeated Voldemort. He's like, "Oh wow, cool." <laughs> or, or he's reading the newspaper and Voldemort blows up his apartment. <laughs> so you just spent all that time watching him, and he, and he dies. just fucking dies. <laughs> like, wow, I was not expecting that. Yeah, that was uh, that was dark. Uh, wow. Uh, I mean, I, we, I guess it was a good payoff because <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Can we get just back when, to the real story? <laughs> just when you were about to like walk out of the theater, he died. You're like, okay, okay, that was worth the, that was a, that was a, that was a, that was a little long in the tooth, I'm but. I'm glad he's dead. It was a good, it was a good payoff. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, they're really stretching here. Yeah. There's like plenty the of kid. other stuff they could have got from the books than, than this. <laughs> It was like oh a it was like a clerical error and nobody deleted these pages. <laughs> <laughs> the guy writing the script is just like I'm tired of writing this shit. Just makes yeah. his own thing up. This and ends up being like the, the this ends up being the Harry Potter version of the Potteries. <laughs> 
He writes a TV show called the Instead Dirty of like Dishes. seeing him That's get all. up and go to work one time, he does it fucking three times. <laughs> just a, just a movie called the Dursleys, and it's just you just spend three days with him, following him around. <laughs> just, He's just Dursley at a fucking buffet. <laughs> The it whole movie. The, it ends up being like back. that nightmare from like European vacation where she's just oh. fucking shoving food in her face. Oh my god. Yeah. That was so funny. I remember your European vacation. Yeah, nightmare on like Elm Street a, did that too. There was like a part in it where like the kid, the kid is like, didn't he like almost get laid like two or three times and they kept foiling? They kept, like, oh, yeah, you gotta yeah. go, Russ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had like, like two hookers by him at that one show. Oh yeah, <laughs> that Clark was kind of dancing to with it. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. He's like, it's culture. <laughs> They're just like jumping around with their tits hanging out. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's their culture. <laughs> He's like, this is art. <laughs> just, yeah, and exactly. the room is filled with Japanese guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh fuck. Uh, that's too funny. That's a funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It still has. Oh, god. It still has one of my favorite lines of all times. What, <laughs> dear What's Audrey? That? I miss the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be put in that ridiculous Just, term. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I miss the shit out of you. <laughs> He's like, is this relationship strong enough to see other people? I think it is. (laughs) That's amazing. That's That's funny. Well, that that movie is really funny. One of the parts that made me laugh is when they 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 went to that German. They thought their family lived in that one house. They they stayed with them for two days. At the end, the guy's like, "Who the fuck were they?" Were they? Oh, so good. Oh, my God. Uh, they were so just great. dumbfounded. And there's that one part where Audrey's just fucking just talking and talking and talking. And because the grandmother <laughs> doesn't speak any fucking English, she just sits there and listens to it. Yeah. And Audrey's like, it's so good. to. I, I feel like I can just tell you anything. Anything. <laughs> it's like, you're such a good listener. Oh, my God. Now we gotta, now I got to go oh, back and fuck. watch that. That's awesome. How about, how about when he's brushing his teeth in, like, the, the, like the fucking bedpan? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, fuck. That's, yeah, that that's classic. So good. It's classic shit, man. All right. We uh, should but, end you know, it now that we did it. Oh, yeah, we, should, we should actually do the ratings before we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, it's, pr- it's pretty, it's pretty um, Casper. This yeah, pretty it is Casper. pretty Casper. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of diversity in this at all. Um, I, I can only think of like three off the top of my head: the yeah. f- the Asian flute lady, Jimi Hendrix, yeah. and uh, fuck, I forget that guy's name. I can't remember either. J- Jimi Hendrix. That was pretty. He was pretty cool in it. Um, uh, yeah, there's not a lot. Not a lot of diversity in this film whatsoever. Um, I'm gonna give it. Uh, gosh, I was gonna say three, but I'll give it three and a half. Uh, chainsaws uh, for me out of five. I'm going to um, give it just three. Yeah. Just three lightsabers I I for me. I going back and forth, but there's some things about it that made me feel a little nostalgic. I, I really. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, that's why I give it the extra half, but it, 
it doesn't. I don't think this is a movie that's going to hold up like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure because mm. I was so surprised after thirty something years how much I enjoyed that film. I was oh yeah, it's from really beginning good. to end. You know, <laughs> yeah. And like you said, I'm watching this stupid thing at the end. Their presentation. I'm like, oh yeah, this is really good. You yeah, know, like, Billy the like kid give comes them the out. A. Give him the Remember A plus. The music and the Billy the Kid comes out. It was fucking badass. Yeah, the whole thing was awesome. You know, Sigmund um, Freud had him on the couch and he's all explaining to him his <laughs> Oedipus complex and shit. Oh yeah, it was so. Yeah, fucking, it was Oedipus. It was great. No, that was yeah. that was uh, that was, was Bill, else. right? Yeah. Bill was like, yeah, no, 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 I just have dad. an Oedipus complex. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. That's what it was. Missy. Yeah, that's what it was. It was awesome. Um, yeah, so, right, so three for me, three and a half for you. Um, yeah. for me, the three stars is all Bill and Ted. Yeah. Which is anytime yeah. they're on screen, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> well, and that was, uh, you know, that's, it's streaming. This is like one of the first big movies to just completely skip the theater and go straight to. to yeah, next week will be Mulan. Which is probably the biggest movie to go. $200 so million dollar movie going straight. You know, to, to VOD is crazy to me. Um, yeah. but you can only get it in one place. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. So, all right. Well, that was episode 270 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Back. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>